Greetings and welcome to episode 5 of Cryptids Folklore or More, a podcast where me, Dominic, and my co-host Megan explore whether cryptids are purely folklore or more. I apologize for the longer than normal time to get this episode out if anyone out there was wondering. Life gets pretty busy, you know, plus it was summertime. Now it's fall, my favorite season, and we are also on the cusp of the spooky month known as October. So what better time to talk about cryptids? In the past three episodes, we've covered three cryptids. A supposed dinosaur residing in Central Africa, the skunk ape of Florida, and the 52 hertz whale. In this episode, we will be talking about a cryptid out of Dover, Massachusetts known as the Dover Demon. We will also use the Dover Demon to discuss why cryptids stick around in local and popular culture in the cryptid phenomenon. There are countless cases of cryptids out there, but not all cases have the same level of impact in popular culture. So what makes the Dover Demon any different? In this episode of Cryptids Folklore or More, we will be going over the late 70s Dover Demon sightings in Dover, Massachusetts. A supposed humanoid alien-looking cryptid seen only on April 21st and 22nd of 1977. Based on the descriptions, one wouldn't be too crazy to assume it was an alien due to descriptions of it having a watermelon-like head, skinny limbs, and oversized hands and feet. But we will get more into that in a bit. You've got to wonder at what point in these sightings do we discount the sightings as utterly ridiculous? What's the line drawn? Does it make sense for such a creature to even exist in Dover, Massachusetts? And why was it never seen again after only two sightings in 1977? And what makes it demonic? All questions that are worth pondering over as we go over the case. Now on to the Dover Demon. Dover, Massachusetts is a quaint little town with a population of only around 7,000 people today. In 1977, the town would be the grounds for a string of strange sightings of a creature that would go on to become synonymous with the town in its naming. The first reported sighting of the Dover Demon was on April 21, 1977, by 17-year-old Bill Bartlett. The sighting occurred at nighttime at approximately 10.32 p.m. Barlett was behind the wheel of a Volkswagen with his friends, Mike Mazoka and Andy Body. While Barlett was driving, he glanced over and spotted a shape that appeared to be creeping along a low wall on the left side of the road. At first thinking it must be a dog, this thought would quickly dissolve once the vehicle's headlights met what was moving. What they eliminated was unlike any creature Bartlett had ever seen. For a brief moment, the creature would slowly turn its head and stare right into the light, kind of like a dramatic movie scene, exposing its two big glassy eyes, gleaming a bright orange color 
and the headlights. It also possessed a head similar to the size and shape of a watermelon. Its head stood on a thin neck. The creature's limbs were long and skinny, but had huge hands and feet in proportion to the rest of the limbs. It was a sort of humanoid with two arms and two legs. The skin of it was hairless and had a light orange hue. It stood about three and a half to four feet in height. Barlet stared at what he was seeing in disbelief before it appeared to be startled by the headlights and disappeared into the darkness. When he arrived home, Barlet had made a sketch of what he saw, and a sketch that is available online if you google the Dover Demon. A few hours after Barlet's encounter, 15-year-old John Baxter would also have his own encounter. Around midnight, Baxter would be walking home from his girlfriend's house when he felt tingly feeling of someone approaching him and could swear he saw someone off in the distance. He would call out but would receive no answer in return. Baxter would see the creature move down a nearby slope, and Baxter would go to the slope's peak and overlook the goalie below. The creature was on the rock looking at John within 15 feet of where he stood. Baxter reported that the creature picked up a rock, possibly to defend itself, but he ended up legging it out of there soon after. On April 22nd, another sighting would occur, also from a vehicle on the side of a road, similar to that of the first sighting. This sighting was by 15-year-old Abby Burham and 18-year-old William Tranter. A noble, notable difference, however, in the sighting would be that its eyes were supposedly eliminating green in this sighting, rather than orange as described by Billy Barlett. All witnesses drew sketches of the creature that exhibit similar physical characteristics. These sightings all happened over the course of 24 hours and represent all known sightings of the Dover Demon. Following these, it would proceed to vanish into Dover legend. So what the heck was the Dover Demon? Was this just some crazy prank being played by a group of teenagers, or is there something actually tangentially real here worthy of investigation? I think it's a little strange that the creature was only ever spotted in a 24 hour time frame and then never again afterwards. Other cryptids like Bigfoot have had sightings consistently over a much longer span of time even to today. This makes me think it could be a case of mistaken identity where maybe a somewhat less common creature unknown to the onlookers was the culprit. It was a dark night after all, and darkness can cause the imagination to run wild. There isn't much in the way of physical evidence and therefore the creature has been subject to many theories attempting to explain it. One I think is probably the most fun is the case's spillover into the UFO and alien community. The descriptions of a large head, skinny limbs, and big eyes are certainly reminiscent of grey aliens, seen in popular stories of extraterrestrials such as Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which actually released the same year as these sightings. 
Maybe it was just an explorer who came down to Earth for a day to look around and be on its way. It would explain its sudden vanishing and lack of additional sightings. However, I couldn't find any cases of strange lights or any UFO activity in Dover during the time of the sightings, however. If it's not an alien to our world and is indeed a cryptid animal that hasn't been discovered, then what kind of creature might it be? It's clearly shy of humans since it ran off in all sightings and hasn't been seen since 1977. I don't know how you can get much more shy than that, and there clearly can't be many of them out there if they're able to stay hidden so well. Some have posited that it's a much more mundane creature such as a moose or a small horse, and perhaps they were suffering with a condition such as mange which gave it its terrifying appearance. So now let's take a deeper dive into evidence for the Dover Demon. What evidence does exist for the Dover Demon being a potential cryptid, and not just a case of mistaken identity or a hoax on behalf of the witnesses? One notable detail in the accounts that reduces the likelihood of it being an animal such as a dog, horse, or moose is that the creature was described as standing up on its legs. In this case, it would have had to have been an exceptionally rare animal due to this. Perhaps a monkey escaped from the zoo? It's been noted that all three of the sightings occurred over a straight line over two miles when looking at their location at a map. Hmm, funny coincidence. The fact that such sightings made over such a short period of time and over such a short distance aren't all just scattershot on a map does lend some credibility to the sightings having actually occurred. That's essentially it for evidence, honestly. All witnesses were very adamant about what they saw, with Bartlett even putting a hand note on his sketch of the creature that he swears on a stack of Bibles by its existence. There are no known photographs or videos of the Dober Demon, which I definitely find disappointing since I don't like cryptids that are purely based on hearsay, but I still think it's important to analyze such cases. So, now that we've gotten evidence out of the way, and the lack of it mostly in this case, what impact would the Dover Demon have on pop culture and the cryptozoology lore? Despite there being such a small number of sightings and witnesses, the creature would end up carving out its own little place. Famed cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman would even end up linked to the creature and would push its cryptid status, giving it some credibility, and would even be the one responsible for giving it its eerie name of the Dover Demon. Not sure what's so demonic about a creature that simply just runs from headlights. Are deer demonic? I guess the demon part comes from its bizarre supposed appearance. Lauren Coleman, who didn't live far from Dover, actually found himself in the town around the time of the encounters. And when he was in the general store of Dover, would glance over and see a sketch of the creature posted up. Tickling his interest, he wanted to investigate the creature further and would invite three investigators by the names Joseph Nyman, Ed Fogg, and Walter Webb to Dover. They would go on to collect the testimonies of the individuals that saw the creature and would ultimately conclude that the lack of hard evidence caused a challenge for the investigation, and it couldn't really be deemed as anything other than a hoax based on the hard evidence that exists. But Lauren Coleman would end up being enthusiastic about the creature's potential existence and did seem to believe in the witnesses about what they saw. Bringing us to the conclusion, how would we conclude such a case? How would I rank the Dover Demon personally in terms of its believability for me? Personally, I don't find it very believable as a cryptid and am personally surprised it's got as much written about it as it does. 
It's even listed in a book on cryptids that Megan got for ideas. The book is titled The United States of Cryptids by J.W. Ocker. This alone must show it's somewhat significant within cryptozoology, and based on the eyewitness interrogations that were done by investigators and the witnesses did comment in subsequent years that they don't doubt that they saw something. Though it would be easy to make up due to the lack of photos or any physical evidence. However, I think it's more likely a case of mistaken identity and was likely some other animal. I don't think that the witnesses are lying. I definitely believe that they did see something based on how adamant they are that they have. And they don't appear to have profited off the cryptid in any way in the subsequent years really. Megan, what do you think of this cryptid? As we conclude this case of the Dover Demon, there are a few theories I would like to ponder that provide possible explanation to what this creature could be. They all range in their level of wackiness from the relatively mundane to literally out there. One, it could be another animal. People could be spotting and thinking it is another species or unusual creature. These sightings happened in the dark. In the dark, your eyes play tricks on you. Two, the creature could be from another planet. It certainly looks reminiscent of alien descriptions. If it is a hoax, it's possible it was influenced by pop culture designs of gray aliens. Except, here is a peach-orange alien. All alien sightings are unique and have different characteristics that make them seem out of this world. Three, this creature may be a new species and people have discovered it at the time. I feel these cases are hard to determine because there are just witnesses describing what the creature looked like and not that much photo or video evidence. Does seem like someone could have watched a bit too many science fiction movies. Attack of the peaches instead of the greys in this case, I guess. So all in all, I don't find the case very convincing and personally believe it was likely some other animal, perhaps one that looked maybe sickly which gave it its very alien-like bizarre appearance. Therefore on the cryptid believability rating scale, I would rate the Dover Demon as likely not real, but I don't believe that it was a total hoax by the witnesses. I do think they saw something, especially based on how adamant they were that they did. It's interesting that it takes so little for a story such as the Dover Demon to make a mark in cryptozoology lore. I hope cryptozoologists aren't this desperate. Despite some notoriety, the Dover Demon has not led Dover to try to benefit off cryptotourism, which is when people go on vacation to an area in search of cryptids. They haven't created any dedicated festival or used it as a tourist attraction the way some other cryptids like the Mothman in Point Pleasant or the Frogman which I would argue is far more ridiculous, but has inspired its own dedicated festival. Maybe I'll go to one of those one day. I'm sure it's fun. The case is relegated to a few eyewitness reports made in the late 70s by a few teenagers. Seems legit, right? And whether that's enough for you to believe is on you. That pretty much wraps up this episode. I'd like to thank anyone who listened for getting us to episode 5. Like always, you can email cryptidsfolkloreormore at gmail.com if you have any suggestions. There's also a Facebook page that's called Cryptids Folklore or More. We actually are growing in terms of downloads, so I'm glad to see that. And till next time, we're actually planning potentially something special for a Halloween 
themed episode maybe we'll partake in crypto tourism and go to somewhere local see if there's any cryptids maybe we could go out in the field to look for and yeah i just wanted to say thank you unlike cryptids don't stay hidden till next time